and welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. The podcast to get raw and real about running an online business, living life as an entrepreneur, and figuring it all out as you go. After creating seven figures in my first three years as a coach, doing what I love every single day, I truly believe that you deserve the money, joy, and life of your dreams. I hope to inspire you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. guys, I am so excited to introduce you to this week's guest. Lindsay Nadler has been in some of my masterminds with me. We've worked together a few times and she is absolutely incredible at what she does. And she is the kind of coach that will give it to you straight, tell you exactly what you need to know. She keeps it simple. She keeps it real. So to have her on this podcast to talk about making boss moves, making six figures in your business, what you really need to be doing there's, there's no one better. So Lindsay Nadler is a former police officer turned passive income creator, coach, and CEO. Lindsay is on a mission to show as many women as possible how to make their passion pay them and confidently chase their dreams. Over the past decade, Lindsay has earned over seven figures via the direct sales industry and online marketing. She founded and led a nonprofit that helped survivors of sex trafficking and created a thriving six-figure coaching business from scratch. Like I told you guys, she's freaking incredible. Her drive and passion to empower women to live life by design has shaped her signature real talk faith forward, no BS perspective of life that allows her to inspire and equip women in search of more for their lives. Lindsay is a life and business coach, the host of the Make Your Passion Pay You podcast, and the creator of the Passion to Profit Business Academy and Boss Moves, where she helps women step into the role of confident CEO and build online businesses doing what they love. You guys, I cannot wait for you to hear this episode. So let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Fully Free Podcast. I'm so excited to introduce you guys to Lindsay Nadler, one of my past clients, one of my friends. I just, Lindsay, I think you're so awesome. Lindsay's an incredible coach. She helps her clients step into confidence, make boss moves, hit six figures, and she's the real deal. She's one of the realest people I know in her content. She's not afraid to get the (laughs) truth bombs. So I'm excited for some truth bombs today, Lindsay. How are you? I'm so good. And thank you so much, Taylor, for having me on the podcast. Um, I'm just so honored to be here. I love you to death. I would not be where I am today without your amazing wisdom, your courses. Just I stalk you on the daily. I'm just so I'm just so pumped to be here. I'm ready to do it. So oh my thank God. you for having me. Of course. Thank you. Oh, that makes me so happy. Okay. So you tell people in your own words, who are you? Yeah. So I'm Lindsay Nadler. I am an online business coach and CEO of my own coaching company. Um, But I actually am a former police officer 
turned entrepreneur turned what I do today. And I specialize in helping women truly live life by design via their business. Um, The name of my podcast is called Make Your Passion Pay You. And that's what it's about. It's really living to your fullest, doing what you're called to do. And in order to do that, you've got to learn how to own your CEO power and really embody this confident leadership. And that's what I teach people how to do inside of Boss Moves. And that really is what I feel like is the missing puzzle piece for so many women is this true radical responsibility and ownership of just how powerful they are. That's what I feel like I'm put on the planet to do is to show women that they're powerful beyond measure. So that's me. I love that. So I know, I already knew you're all about confidence. So my first question for you, because and the last two days for me have been all about me telling all my clients to show up more confident and my coach telling me to show up more confident. So great timing. (laughs) (laughs) It's something we're always like working on evolving in. But I guess my first question for you, because you know, I love a good story is, have you always been confident? Yeah. So it's interesting. I would say I've always been a strong person, a strong personality. I'm an eight on the Enneagram. If your listeners are Enneagram people, um, I just got into human design, which I know you're super into. Um, I'm a manifesting emotional generator. I don't, I'm still (laughs) like, that sounds like a lot. I don't know. But, um, anyways, so I've always been a strong personality, but I would say I really kind of had this false confidence in the beginning around, that my worth and my self-esteem and my mood would be tied up in what I did. So I really have this performance mentality. And that's totally different. And how how then true confidence, which is knowing that no matter what I do, no matter how much money I make, no matter how the launch goes, no matter how many clients get results, I'm grounded and I know who I am and what I'm about and what I stand for. There's a huge difference there. So for me, I think it was about really dismantling not only was I enough and worthy, but truly powerful. And I didn't need any outside circumstances, um, accolades, titles, anything um, like that to attribute to how confident it was. You know, I'm a former police officer. I'm a former college athlete. I've been an athlete my whole life. So you can imagine <laughs> yeah. you know, like you're how you feel. Some, it just, we get so into that as a coach and as a woman, right? That our confidence is directly related to our quote unquote results or like how well things are going. And if we want true confidence, then we have to be able to maintain who we are and how we feel no matter what those results or what those things are. So for me, it was the journey of letting go of a performance mentality um, and into a powerful mentality. I love that answer. I could not have asked for a better answer because I think that that is such like a prominent thing, especially in this industry with all of the 10K month, 20K month, six figure mm-hmm. year. Like it's all, it can be easy to become basically just chasing the next income milestone. And I see it all the time with clients yeah. too, where it's like, once I hit this amount of income, then I'll be more confident. Mm. It is not true. So, mm. and I know that it's you're reversed. helping. <laughs> Once you become more confident, then you'll hit the income. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like it's exactly that. It has to come first. So what do you say to that person who, I mean, here's the question I get all the time is 
I'm not that coach who's making 10K a month. I'm not that coach with all those testimonials mm-hmm. yet. Someone who's newer, but is not feeling good enough. Like how can they step into this confidence when they're feeling far from that? Oh, it's so good. And you know, I teach this whole concept inside my course, Boss Moves. I actually created a framework around this, right? Because we say, well, like, well, just get confident. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, that's like, what, you know, you can't get from zero to 100 just overnight, right? So what I teach women is first, confidence is an identity, it's something that you remake, that you reinvent yourself in, that you are a confident woman. That's a part of your birthright. You were born that way. You know, as babies, you know, your new mom, Taylor, you've got this baby girl. You know, she's totally confident, right? She's like, mm-hmm. you know, out there, she's playing, she asks for what she wants. She doesn't have any preconceived notions right now about what she can and can't have and if she's established enough or if she's worthy enough. She's just being her. She's just being a baby. We we come into this world confident, but then we learn a lot of things because of fear and trauma and all kinds of other stuff that we won't get into on this podcast today. But we have to stand in our identity, our birthright as women, that we're enough, that we're worthy. That's step one. And that's baseline. Now, here's where I challenge people because how many conferences do you go to? How many Pinterest quotes? How many Instagram funny things? Like, it's like we have been like shoved this, you're enough, you're worthy, you're enough. If you just knew your enoughness, it's like, duh, we have to move past that. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like if you're constantly like, you know, what you focus on grows, like with law of attraction, if we're constantly like focusing on, well, am I enough? Am I enough? What we're actually doing is focusing on the opposite of it, that we're not enough. We're, we're, we're seeding doubt. So if we can instead say, Hey, you know what? Enough and worthiness is baseline. That's like something I should have, (laughs) that's like what I should have learned in adolescence as, as, as a child. But now I'm a woman, I'm a grown ass woman running a business and my worthiness and my enoughness is handled. What I need to step into now is managing my power and to stop fearing it. And that's where the second part of this comes in and knowing that confidence is a skill set. So first, confidence is an identity. Second, confidence is a skill set that you learn, you manage, and you steward. The 3P framework that I have for that, for, for confident leadership is number one, power. Number two, your presence, presencing, which is a term I made up. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> totally made it up. And number three is practicing. Confidence is a skill set and a vibration that you practice often. So I know that was a lot. That was a crash course in it. But I think the main point for women is you truly become confident when you can move past this issue of enoughness and like that's handled and get into how powerful you actually are and practice that on the daily. Yeah. You know, something I was just talking about recently in my membership on a training, it kind of, you know, those things that just kind of come through. It's like, was not planning on saying that, but cool is it's very interesting how at the same time we can feel not good enough. Like, Oh, who am I? Like, I'm not good Mm -hmm. enough. Look at all these other women killing it. And I find most women who have that at the exact same time, it's, and we're afraid of being too much all at the same time, which is kind of laughable because they're completely, how can you feel both at the same time? They're obviously not true. They're just polar opposites, but mm-hmm. I, 
can't tell you how many times I felt that. And I see it all the time. Yeah. And it's totally normal. Number one, I think we, that's the first thing it's like, we've got to stop in addition to feeling this way, beat ourselves up for feeling this way. (laughs) Like it's normal. It like we have literally in this patriarchal culture as women, we have been conditioned to feel this way from you know, the time we could talk and understand language, literally girls are told from the time and we've come a long way, but we've got a lot, a long way to go that you are too, you're either too much or you're not enough. That's in every type of messaging there is. And it sells not enoughness sells, right? There's a whole beauty industry and fashion industry dedicated to, and I actually love all of that, but we have to understand that, you know, we, we are, we are enough. And on the other side of that, we can't be afraid to just be who we are. And I think it's letting go of the people pleasing and the caring so much what people think. And what I always shift my clients on is this, because it's like, oh, I'm afraid I'll be too much. I'm not enough. But then if I am that, I'm too much for some people. I'm like, hey, snap out of it. (laughs) That's how I coach. (laughs) I'm like, what's your vision for your life? What's your passion? What are you called to? What, what do you get out of the bed every single morning? Eat, breathe, sleep. What can you not help but do? If you'll get focused on that, you're not going to give, you're not going to give, you're going to give zero fucks. Can I cuss on here? Is this okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going to get zero Fs about if you're too much for someone. If you're not, an, it's like, those are all like really like ego-based beliefs, which are normal and are fine. But if we can go higher a little bit into, again, as that CEO, what's your vision? What do you want for your life? You've got to be willing to fight for that and go after that and focus on that way more than if you're enough, am I too much? Let's rise higher. That's my answer to that. I love that. So. For this woman that wants to go like make the money, (laughs) make the 10K months, make the money. So she's doing this inner work. She's shifting her thoughts. What about like the part of showing up? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like what's that first step to show up this way? Because I think when we get that advice of like, just be confident and just show up confident, it starts to feel like we're faking it, right? Yeah. So I'm just curious your thoughts. Like, you know, I'm all about content. I feel like you just mm-hmm. about content too. Like, how do we start showing up confident? How do we start getting our message across? Yeah, you know, it's like you can't fake energy, right? <laughs> you can't do it. Well, this is where we really put the 3P framework into place. So number one, we need to identify where we are giving our power away when it comes to showing up confidently online. For most women... It's the live video, right? It's the face to camera. <laughs> it's like there's a block around that. There's there's something crazy. That's when the, you know, oh my gosh, you know, what are they going to think of me? What's going on? Okay, so we learn that like we're giving our power away to literally an app on our phone. <laughs> like I'm like let's get logical about this. You are letting your face showing up on camera keep you from your 10K month, you know, that whatever the money goal is that we have. So, first, where are you giving your power away? What are you making showing up mean? And who are these people out in the ether? 
out in the the universe that we feel like are going to judge us. And here's the other thing. It's like, they probably are. They probably are going to judge you. They probably are going to like, you know, talk about you, but you have to like be able to go after your vision and care more about that than what other people think. So number one, where are you giving your power away? Number two, when it comes to showing up confidently, you have to utilize what I call presencing, which means this is not an outside in job. This is an inside out job. And if you can get connected, regardless of like what your spiritual beliefs are or whatever, but if you can get connected to some sort of divine love, divine love and energy. That's what fuels our power. True power is not dominance. It's not like, you know, slay girl, slay. Like we think it's all of these things. All of those things are actually um, examples of what is on the other side of divine love. So if you can learn to rest in that and take it and fuel that presence when you show up, it's like this calm, confident, this relaxed intensity is what I call it. And that looks different for each woman. So really finding your own brand of that and letting it come out and letting it shine through on whatever, wherever you're being called to show up is so important. So this is a great shift that I give women for this is when you walk into a room, whatever your quote unquote room is, Instagram live, your stories, your Zoom, your podcast, whatever. Do you believe that you are changing it or do you believe you're being affected by it? So when I walk into this podcast, it's like when I walk into Instagram stories, when I walk into wherever live, I'm the leader. I'm the leader. I'm in charge. Meaning I am impacting this environment. I'm not letting it um, take me away and run with it. So that's like my shift to presencing is take charge. You're the leader. You, you know what to do. And then the third part of it is you have to practice all of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have to show up. You have to just press play on the damn video. And the more that you do it, the more that you take your power back, the more that you show up as the leader, the better you're going to get at it. It's really creating a skill set and rewiring um, your subconscious for confidence. I love it. I have one or two really simple questions that I feel called to ask that I feel like we might just need some truth bombs for. How do I get over the nerves though, like the nervousness. Cause I, I see it too. I I've had people, mm. um, other, you know, previous clients and clients come onto the podcast and they're like so nervous <laughs> and they don't feel good enough or people to go live on their profile or go live on that place where they know certain people are watching them. It's like, you hear this and it pumps you up. What about that person? That's like, I know I'm still going to be so freaked out, nervous to do this, especially to do it in my power. Yeah. So nervousness again is normal. And I would say instead of partnering with the nervousness and let it overtake you, um, I would say stand in a place of that's just fear leaving your body. Mm -hmm. So instead of like, Oh God, it's like, Oh, thank you. You can go like, let's breathe through that. So number one is breathe. (laughs) Number two, the more that you do it, it's like, you've just got to jump. You've just got to do it. The more that you do it and you develop a skill set, because this is entrepreneurship, 
we're developing a skill set here. You didn't just come out of the womb knowing how to be confident and slay it on video and slay it in your marketing. You've got to learn this. And we need to give ourselves grace and permission to suck, to be a beginner, to be nervous. And what I have found actually is that people actually really respond to that a lot more. They, they're like, oh, okay, like you're a normal person. <laughs> you get nervous. You're not perfect. I know, Taylor, you've talked a lot about that in your content, you know, just like, hey, you know, just being who you are nervousness and all. I saw somebody one time um, on a webinar that got the nervous burps. <laughs> it was like this weird burp, like hiccup thing. And he just owned it. He was like, y'all, sometimes I just get nervous and I get the nervous burps. It's a thing that I do. Um, so anyways, it's like, just go with it. Just keep going. And the more that you do it, the better that you're going to get. That is too funny. I love that so much. And I totally agree. People respond to it well. And one of the best things that happened to me in my business was meeting some of my mentors in person because it's like, I got to see how incredible they were. Yes. But I also got to see that they're just human. Like you just see them literally as a human, not this like perfect person on the internet. And I, it just was so profound to me to be like, Oh, we're both human. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to put other people up on a pedestal. And I think what we don't realize is no matter how nervous you feel, no matter how much you feel like you're dropping the ball, not nailing it, people are putting you on a pedestal too. We're so much nicer to everyone we're seeing online than we are to ourselves. Totally. Nobody's being as hard on you as you are for totally. sure. And you know, I, I would tell somebody this is you can't say the wrong thing to the right person. Okay. So like, for example, I did this live yesterday. I tried to do this live three times yesterday. It was a total technology shit show. Like my ring light started like changing colors. It looked like an alien was landing. Like throughout this live, I had like three different colors on my face. It was crazy. Like I didn't feel high energy because how many times do we do that? Like, well, I'm not in the right energy to go live or to do it. So I'll just wait. And then it never happens because we're never have the perfect energy, right? So I felt super low energy. <laughs> I got on, I got on and did this live and I was like, I just felt like it was really like bland and basic. I had all this tech stuff happening. Didn't feel like it was my best. I got three messages about the damn live. You're like, that was so great. Thank you so much. That was awesome. I was like, what? <laughs> like, like that was like the worst. <laughs> that's the worst. That was a mess. That just goes to show that what we think is happening in our mind is not actually how is happening on the other side. Um, and that you can't say the wrong thing to the right person because it's like when the, the student is ready, the teacher appears. And the last thing that I'll say about that is this, and this will help those that are like, ah, it's feel too much or worried about what people think. It's your job as an online marketer, as an online business owner, to be polarizing. That's how abundance actually works, right? Because the person that's like, oh, Lindsay, mm, I do not resonate with you. Goodbye. They're going to go resonate with Taylor. That's how we can all, that's how there's more than enough. Our job is to attract and repel. And the more that we, we own that, the, actually that's the, the faster you're going to get to your 10K, 20K money goal. I love that. Okay. So on this, I want to talk about, kind of want to shift gears a little 
um, working smarter, not harder, because I feel like this is something that I've seen you really lean into and transition into and own. And I know people at every level struggle with this, this concept of like, it is not about working more. It is not about doing more. Yeah. Do the work. But like, what are your thoughts on this concept? What's your journey, your story with this? Oh man. I just remember when I first started my coaching business, you know, I was doing everything and a bunch of, and and I was doing everything because I felt like, well, that's what I needed to do. Uh, And it really, really was just like throwing spaghetti at the wall, hoping something uh, sticks. Meaning I was like Pinterest strategy. Okay. I'm going to repurpose all of this content. I'm going to take the video and turn it into a blog and write the thing. And then I'm going to create the graphics and then it's going to go. It was like insane (laughs) the amount of content repurposing and like um, all of these different strategies and doing all of these different things. And I think this is a, a common mistake for new online entrepreneurs is that before you do all that, and I'm not saying not to do it eventually, but before you do all that, you need to understand where your leads come from. How do you get clients? Do you have a process for tracking this? And see, this is where it came up for me because I'm like, tracking? spreadsheets, you know, like, I don't like, Oh, I don't, that's not fun. That's not sexy. That's not in my zone of genius. Right. But it's like, look, you're a business owner. You're a CEO. How do you get clients? If you don't know how you get clients, if you don't know where your primary platforms are, then you don't know how to scale those platforms. Everybody wants to talk about scaling, but we haven't got the foundations solid in our business. How do you get clients? And I would say, you know, for me, it was like, okay, I get clients from Instagram and my podcast. Everything else really just needs to go until I get to a certain amount in income to where I can scale and start adding all of those things in. So for me, that's number one is tracking your leads. It's not sexy. (laughs) It's not, you know... Glamorous, but you got to know where your business, where where people come from, and focus all of your efforts there instead of being spread so wide. Go deep. Number two is I would say really partnering with an a a, a true attitude of abundance um, instead of scarcity. Meaning that you know I think we're taught in America to like it's that hustle game, right? Like the more you work is that equates to the amount of money that you earn. And that's just not true. You know, so it's like, we have to learn again as CEOs to focus, to focus in on where our energy goes best. And that's like working, you know, instead of one-to-one, one-to-many, or focusing on just those few things that really bring you life, because that's going to give you more energy to do the things that you really love. So for me, that was a huge component. And also like enjoying my life. (laughs) you talk about this a lot and encourage me to do this as well. It's like, you do not have to be in your office 12 hours a day, your home office, 12 hours a day, glued to your computer, doing what to make 10 K 20 K months. Like what? Well, I remember like like an early on conversation. You're like, what's your morning routine? (laughs) Like don't have one. Like what? I was like, I try to wake up maybe around seven whenever I wake up and then I eat breakfast. <laughs> I love <laughs> it. Big thing in the world. 
I love it. You know, you really helped me with that a lot. It's like, go enjoy your life, you know, go, go outside, go enjoy your life. And I would say for me, 2020 was 100% about that. You know, we recently moved across the country. We bought an RV. We've been RVing in the summers. We live in Idaho, which has all these beautiful mountains and just outdoor activity. And it's like when I look, when I look at my income, the months that I traveled the most, enjoyed my life the most, was outside the most, was doing things that lit me up, the more money I made. I love watching you with your RV adventures and also you've inspired me about Idaho. I'm telling my husband all the time, like, did you know how gorgeous Idaho is? <laughs> Cause I just does. never knew anything about Idaho. It doesn't me sound either. It's like, but it's beautiful. Yeah. And people are flocking here. It's like, I probably shouldn't even say it. Cause there's a whole thing like people that are locals here. They're like, they're pissed about it. They're like, stop moving here. Cause it's kind of been like this, you yeah, know, like a little misconception. They're like, what's in Idaho. It's not just potatoes. It's gorgeous. So Wow. Yeah. It's been awesome to watch that, but this is like something I'm always reminding myself of and trying to ground back into is like, it's such a gift. Like part of our job is to live our best life. That's what people want to see you doing. People don't want to see you sitting in your office for 12 hours a day. Mm. People want to see you adventuring, whatever it means, whatever it means to you. Right. Like Lindsay, like I bet some of your best stories, like what I love to watch is like, you with your husband out in the RV and your dogs and, and like adventuring and hiking. And it's like, it's inspiring. You sitting in your office, like, yeah, we get good content and stuff, but like, what else do you got going on? Like, is it really worth it? Like, what have you created? That's what people want to see. And it doesn't yeah. matter what your life is. Like right now, my life is very mom life and that's good. That's the phase. And it's like showing that and actually getting to spend time with my daughter and with my family and at home and making my home like beautiful, how I want it to be. Mm-hmm. That's been my phase. Showing that has been like fun and good for me. And like, I'm always thinking what a gift to like me showing me redecorating my office or me showing me spending quality time with my family. I get paid to do that. And I inspire yes. my life to do that. Like what a gift. It's incredible. Yes. That's such a gift. I'm so glad you brought that up. You said that the other day on one of your trainings, like we get paid. Your job is to enjoy your life. (laughs) Like, I can't remember exactly how you just said it, but like, you know, it's our job to show people the fruits of our labors. Like that's, it's so in line with what I teach, like make your passion pay you like your passion. Like, what are you enjoying? Like, why are you doing this? You know, and especially for us, those of us that are in like the business coaching world, it's like, is your life attractive (laughs) to people? You know, it's like, because people need to be able to see themselves in you to a certain degree, meaning that they're like, oh, I want that too. Like I can have that too. And I think people, um, and I'm curious what your thoughts are on this, Taylor. I think sometimes people hold back from showing the good, from showing the wow for two reasons. Number one, they feel like, you know, it's bragging or it's like, there's a lot of people that are struggling right now. It's tone deaf or insensitive for me to show how great my life is. And then number two, it's like, is this real? Like, will people even, you know, like really relate to this? Like, it's this whole concept of, well, I want to be relatable. Well, I want to be the, I'm like, well, what is relatable? 
being miserable. I don't understand. Like, I don't understand that. Like, well, are you really related? Are you being relatable to your, you know, your idol client? And like, can they, can they really see themselves in you? If you're talking about traveling here and doing this and earning that much money, I'm just like, Well, I think it shifts when it's like, where is your belief? Because if you're really believing that everyone can do that, mm-hmm. at least like your people, like you can help them do that. They can do that. It's like, why would you not be sharing it? And it's exactly what you said. Like if being miserable is relatable, I don't really want to be relatable, but I've struggled with that too. Scaling my, it's so funny. It's like, you want to scale your income so bad and you want to get to this big next level. And then it's like, oh, but people aren't going to get me anymore. People aren't going to resonate as people are going to think I don't get them anymore. Yeah. And yeah. Like, are you ready to level up? Like be the leader? Because I think that's the thing. Like I want to call in people who are thinking differently, thinking bigger, wanting more. Yeah, and absolutely. Like, yeah. You can relate to the <laughs> miserable people or you can relate to the people who like, yeah, are, are wanting more, ready to level up. They we're looking... I'm always looking like who's at my next level, who's killing it as a mom and making Mm. multi-millions and still living her life and like being really true to her. Like where's she? So looking for her and leveling up to be her. Like we're always looking for that. You know, the higher up you get, the harder it is to find sometimes it feels like. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, it's like we get the privilege and honor of sharing our lives, but really like our job is to show people what's possible. Like, and I think too, this is one thing that I've been challenged on. And actually like it, I always go back to some of the things you taught me about story. It's like when I don't feel like I'm connected with my audience, I'm like, when's the last time I told my story? When's the last time I let them understand like where I came from? (laughs) Like you see this dream house, you see me getting my nails done, you see me traveling, you see me buying this motor home, you see me doing all this stuff. Let me like, (laughs) let me tell you, this girl was living off peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and a can of Folgers the last week of every month. Like I had hand-me-down furniture, like don't like, don't get it twisted. (laughs) And I remember you share that story a lot too, Taylor, about you, your, um, first apartment, like there wasn't flooring in it. Like there were like cardboard floors. Like, you know, I think we have, that's how we like, um, maintain that balance and showing them what's possible and also where we came from. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's about thinking bigger, right? Yeah. So good. I love this. You've just like given so much good information. I think this is going to help so many people. So for everyone listening to this, that's like really resonating with you, wants to learn more from you, where should they go find you? Yeah. So come shoot me a DM real quick on Instagram. I'm at Lindsay Nadler, Lindsay with an E. Um, Come shoot me a DM. And then the Make Your Passion Pay You podcast, we have a new episode that drops almost every week. So you can check that out too. I love it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lindsay. This was great. So excited. Thank you. hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. But before you go, if this helped you find clarity, feel motivated, or learn something new, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a five-star review on this podcast? It would mean the absolute world to me as this podcast is still really new and it would help other badasses just like you find this show. And that is the most amazing thing I could ever ask for. 
So thank you in advance for leaving that five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys.